This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. But now, in the middle of combat, after blockers have been assigned, they're like, oh, you didn't flip your werewolves? Flip them now. They die. Good game. Like you know, I like, said good game, sir. I said <laughs> Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to you by ManorDeprived.com and 60Cards.com. Check us out. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mines they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them... Maybe you can listen to the A Team. KYT. I don't know about you guys, or I'm just mind tricking myself constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Boosh. They're of a different culture, KYT. They prefer their magic untainted by the internet. Scotty. Then you just pull the fucking Mind Slaver and you just dome them with their own dude. That's entertainment. And Medina. I'm on camera and I'm like, oh man, don't blink. Act like you meant to do this. <laughs> and now, the A-Team. Hey guys, welcome to episode 79 of the A-Team podcast. This is KYT with the rest of the gang tonight. How's it going, Jonathan Medina? It's going pretty good. <laughs> How's it going, Scott? Fantastic. Thank you for asking, KYT. And how are you, Jay? Oh, man, that was sexy. I'm good, <laughs> man. How are you, Jay? He's like, I'm nope, floating an oyster in my shorts right gross. now. Thank yeah, you for asking. Yeah, the table. The table just lifted up a couple inches. <laughs> yeah, I can't, very... be, I can't be sexy like KYT. I had to be creepy. <laughs> yeah, you're worse than Carrie Dan. Yeah, how's it going, Jay? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Dude, that just gives me chills. You <laughs> like see him with his serial rapist eyes, too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking gross. Uh, with the World Cup qualifiers coming up and the standard season coming up, I'm I'm excited to, to hear what you guys have been playing. So I just wanted to quickly talk about my weekend of uh, modern as, it, uh, as the season has wrapped up. I play Green Red Tron, like I talked about uh, on our cast last episode. Went, uh, was X1 going to the last round? Uh, was 4-0 against Affinity. Uh, my only loss was to Blue-Red Storm, which is a bad matchup for the Green-Red Tron deck. So, there's been a lot of, there's a, was a bit of controversy uh, surrounding my PTQ the day after because the TO decided uh, before... Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Before the last round, they posted the standings and he cut off the tiebreakers. What? You were at this PTQ? Yeah. I was basically the one who got affected by it. So... Oh my gosh. I didn't know it was you. <laughs> I, I heard about this, but yeah, keep going. Sorry. Well, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about it because like, I'm over it. And uh, like, I'm sure people, some of our listeners who are my friends might be tired of listening to this. So hopefully I sound <laughs> like I'm just describing the situation. So he cut off the tiebreakers and I was in fifth. And my opponent was in sixth place, and um, I was obviously sure I was going to get in with a draw, <clears throat> and he wasn't. So then he crushes me with Tooth and Nail, which is a bad matchup because he plays all these walls, 
that generate a lot of mana that I can't disrupt, whereas I just have to hope to natural three-piece Tron, Karn him before he, he either plays Tufanel and Twine or through the breed. She has, like, a lot of ways to kill me faster. Um, but it, it turned out that when we looked at the pairings again, right after the match, that we were locked anyways. So, uh, regardless of the tiebreaker, so maybe he would have dream crushed me anyways. So, um, but yeah, I was the one affected by it. Uh, I don't... well, like, and like KYT, you're leaving out the part of the, the story where, why did this guy cut off the tiebreaker? Oh, cause he didn't want, uh, players to game the system. And the reason why it caused such an, such an uproar be- because on Facebook, he posted it as if he was proud that he was uh, changing the rules. So, so that caused a lot of other judges to not be happy with him. And, uh, you know, what I was fucking asshole. <laughs> Fuck. I was surprised that uh, I didn't see the tiebreakers, but, um, like, like Toby Elliott did a, did a podcast with Chris Lansdale, um, where he went on and said, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, not, we're not, what are we, like five minutes in? Come on, <laughs> Well, Toby, Toby thought For what it's worth, that. for what it's worth, your bill for breaking the anti-Lansdale embargo <laughs> is in the mail. <laughs> Toby talked about how it's not, like, written anywhere, so we can't completely blame the TO, but, uh, like, what he should have done is at least announce it at the beginning of the tournament because, obviously, we're conditioned, we're expected to see tiebreakers out, and he didn't say anything until the end, so. Um, but, you know, that's, out of everyone, I didn't know. Like, my friends were disgusted for me, but, you know, it is what it is. That's and... so fucking filthy. Like, get your fucking life together, you fuck. <laughs> my God, like, oh, man. Then, you know what, this is the thing. This is All judges are like this, and I'm going to make that blanket statement because... <laughs> In my experience, it's actually true. So fuck all of you people who are like, yeah, judges are like that. I've never met one. So for for the purposes of me, this argument is fact, motherfuckers. <laughs> I just can't. I just fucking can't stand that shit. And they always fucking do that. I'm judging and I don't get to play because I made a choice. And I don't like it when people draw into the top eight because they're 13 and 0 in a 15-round tournament, and I want to sit around for another four fucking hours while people play matches that have no fucking weight on the tournament whatsoever. Like, what a fucking waste of fucking time. Like, get your... And, like, and it's a... You're, you're doing this based on your opinion. You don't like the fact that people game, like, as you put it in your negative connotation, game the system. Which is not gaming the system at all, you fucking retards. <laughs> so fuck man He's doing the complaint get your for me. fucking dick out of your fucking hands for fuck's sakes if you're not playing magic you should not be stopping other people from playing magic how they want to if i want well, to draw into the right? if i want to draw into the top yeah, exactly. if i want to draw into the top eight why the fuck do you care about that you're a fucking judge you should be enforcing the fucking rules Shut the fuck up and enforce the fucking rules. That's it. That's it. That's your entire fucking job. Like, in football, the stripes run out and be like, whoa, guys, whoa, it's fourth and inches here, and you're going to punt because you're ahead by 30 points. You know, you could probably just play the game and make it interesting for the fans. I, in my opinion, don't think that you should just play defense and play it safe. I think, I think you should go for it. 
because it'll be more interesting. You know what would happen if he did that? He would get fucking shot in the fucking face. <laughs> or at least, or at least kicked doing? instead of the ball. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Lace is out, fucking Finkel. <laughs> Figure your shit out. Get your fucking life together. Holy shit. Well done, sir. So, um, you disagree with the decision. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I especially, I especially disagree with the with the way that he was on Facebook, where, like, does anybody have the link? Like, I want to, I'll read it to you. KYT, you must have this link. <laughs> I, I mean, I would go find it, but then I have to look through Lansdale's tweets. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's basically like, like he basically like puts on Facebook, on public Facebook status update, not like a message to a friend, not like an overheard somebody talking. He fucking puts on public Facebook, just like that fucking, just like Doctor Ock did. He goes, he goes, uh, yeah, I, I post, I overheard somebody complaining about. Them about me posting the uh, the standings without the tiebreakers. You want to know why I did it? Because you should play some bloody magic for Christ's sake instead of gaining the system. <laughs> wow, wow! Thanks for telling me how to play in a magic tournament that you're judging. Man, you must be pretty good at magic to know how to fucking game the system so well that you fucking judge the event. You. I think like. If I can offer some, like, uh, I, I guess, uh, some of my opinion, like, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that was. <laughs> yeah. That's I, I mean, I, that, was, I agree that, with, that was a sweet rant, though. I, I agree with the sentiment, or sentiment, I don't even know how to pronounce that word. I agree sediment with the sentiment. Sediment is something that has to do with... Yeah, I know, it's like rocks at the bottom of the... Sediment is what I scraped out of my toilet when I replaced the, the wax seal this weekend. So Okay. So, so you anyways, agree with the toilet. I agree with the toilet, and I agree with your rant for the most part. Um, I just think, like, if you're playing a PTQ all those rounds, uh, typically when you can draw in, that's great because you can just go get something to eat, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it gives yeah, you, like, you an hour break. Yeah, you can rest and go get something to eat. It's not like... It's not like, let's game the system. Like, if you don't have to play Magic for another hour after you've been playing for 10 hours, and you can just, like, go and get a Subway no, sandwich... No, then, that's like, wrong. That's cheating, John. That's cheating. <laughs> like, play, I'm just saying, play some bloody Magic. <laughs> you know, just I think there's a, a lot more to it than just let's play Magic. I mean, you're there to play Magic, you know? That's why no, you no, play... No, I'm, I'm not there. I'm, I'm there to just game the system. <laughs> you're just going to draw every round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wanted to draw. Man. The other thing too. This is the other thing. This is the other thing that I just couldn't, just can't believe here is that um, um, this guy doesn't make any mention of people walking around and scouting decks so that you know <laughs> what your opponent's playing. No, that's not happening. Isn't that gaming the system? <laughs> no, that's probably that's probably just part of the system and is allowed. They actually duct tape your eyes after you're done with your match. Yeah, and oh, you yeah, have to they, sit in that chair. You have to. Everybody. Their, yeah. Everybody has to go to their own mat and lie down. Have a lie down. <laughs> <laughs> they can serve juice and cookies. Yeah. Well, then you wouldn't need to, obviously, you wouldn't need to, you know, draw, because then you have juice and cookies. See? So, so well, yeah, I, did, I, I had no idea that KYT was in the middle of this. I saw all the controversy on Twitter, yeah. and I kind of thought it was dumb that he would just cut that off. Like, from a business standpoint, 
Like, you want people to go to your tournaments. I know it's not maybe not his tournament, but, like, if I was a store owner and some judge was like, hey, I'm going to cut these standings off so no one games the system, I'd be like, no, you're not. You leave those standings on there. Like, whatever my customers want, that's what they're going to get. Like, don't sit there and, like, screw my store because, you know, you want to, you know, have this crusade, you know? Also, yeah. also, was it the TO or was it the judge? It was the judge, I thought. I thought oh, it was the judge I'm, too, but the... I'm not sure. Okay, I can't. Okay. I, I I wish I could go back and check the link, but uh... yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was a judge, but some people said it was the to too. But regardless, the TO, like, that just, guy was not very that, smart. No, that's just a fucking <laughs> waste. Like we drove down there, so it's like, like miss games. This is oh. how it works in Syracuse. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? We played this different game fine. up here. We allow takebacks too. <laughs> <laughs> try to, you shouldn't try to game the system by getting a win because your opponent didn't realize that he had a mandatory trigger. Mm. Can we can mm. we talk about that for a second? Like the the yeah, whole like mandatory yeah. trigger because that thing's hot right now too, right? Like kind I, of, I don't really understand the difference between this one and the last one. Well, the Remember difference the last is one came out and everybody complained, and then yeah, yeah, the difference is you can't forget your own triggers. The yeah. last one you could forget your own triggers. You can't forget your own triggers ever. Well, if you do, it's, you'll be penalized. If for you it. do it, one... if you do it intentionally, <laughs> right? How if do you... they prove that? Exactly. Okay. Okay. So if you do it intentionally, then yeah. you get penalized. Okay. Yeah, but the last one you could just forget it and then just be like, "Whoops, yeah. forgot, dude." And then oh, well, there's nothing I guess I don't take do this damage. <laughs> forgot, <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> Forgot it, dude. Forgot. Oh, I forgot again. Yeah. <laughs> Your go. <laughs> so now, I guess the thing is, is that you don't have to remind them. So, like, say they have a Huntmaster of the Fowls that they play, right? And then you don't play any spells and you're like, go. And then they don't flip it. Then you're just like, free roll. Yeah. The other thing, too, is that if they if, if they forget to flip it back... And then they attack, like, this is something that was on Twitter today, that I was, excuse me, I was talking to Fenaris and uh, Samstad about, um, where they're saying, like, the other thing is, they can, they attack with all their transformed werewolves to just, for the mega beats, right? And then yeah. you, and then you place your blockers, and then you call a judge, and then you tell the judge that because it's within one turn rotation and he forgot to flip his guys back, and then, so then the, the, it's called like a lapsing trigger or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could be totally off my rocker here, but, um, and then <laughs> as long as it's within, as long as it's within a turn cycle, then they flip back and now they're sad face panda people instead of where <laughs> And yeah, you just blow them out. Like you just wrath of God them. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's how it works is that you can, as long as it's in a turn cycle, you can, uh, remind them. Like, and you can remind them when you want. Yeah, yeah. It's like that seems kind of crazy. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty abusable. I mean, my, my but I guess like the the, the words the wise is like don't forget your triggers, right? Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> don't I mean, forget your big, triggers, then swing with your headmaster and be like. My Whoops. big thing is uh, my big thing is that like I mean I play mostly F and M, and then I'm gonna go to a PTQ, and then like now the rules have changed, you know. Like I'm gonna be used to being like your your shrine gets a trigger, blah de blah. Wait, 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 wait. So maybe I didn't understand this. So at F and M, this doesn't fly. Correct. At F and M, it's regular as if pretend this didn't happen. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, mega serious. 
Oh, that doesn't even help my FNM hero at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, guess it's I was good. thinking that I was going to get people on the Huntmaster all night long. Because <laughs> nope. that, was, that was happening to me at the last FNM I played. They just wouldn't flip their Huntmaster. And it just pained me because I'm just like, dude, your Huntmaster flips. <laughs> and they're like, they start, they start reading the card. They're like, oh, so uh, two damage to you. And I'm like, yeah, and one of my dudes. What? Flip it back over. Whoa. Yeah, two damage to that. And I'm just like, yeah. Like when Brian Sue attacked and I blocked with a Delver and he's like, okay, go. And then Jared Maguire is just casually walking by and he's like, that has trample. (laughs) (laughs) And Brian Sue's like, what? How the fuck am I supposed to know that? And he's like, it's your card, Brian. And he's like, I don't know. People usually just scoop when Hell Hunts Master flips. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That card is so annoying. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, pretty annoying. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. So yeah, so, I mean, that, that that's the thing with for me too is like this new IPG is like how how I guess like serious am I supposed to take it when like it's only going to be relevant to me like two weekends a season, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Like, I thought this was for FNM. I was like having a field day, but yeah, it's no, not it's just it's like competitive. It's like competitive and up, or something. Yeah, I, I'm not going to be playing well any competitive for like I don't know months for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about this thing. Who cares? Move on, garbage. <laughs> I, I, so, what's the downside to this? That that it might be more cutthroat or scumbaggy in in PTQs. Is there any? Well, and, like, the thing is, too, is, like, for, for the good players, like, when, like, like I said earlier, like, it's, it's, it's things like, if you forgot a trigger that was mandatory before, nothing happened. Like, if you, if you were like, oh, we forgot to flip his werewolves back ten turns ago, like, they're not, they're either gonna flip them back, but move past, like, backwards from combat, or they're not gonna flip them back and be like, yeah, you guys should just not be fucking retards, Right. Right. But now, in the middle of combat, after blockers have been assigned, they're like, oh, you didn't flip your werewolves? Flip them now. They die. Good game. Like, you know what I mean? I said like, good game, sir. I said right. <laughs> I said good game. I said good game. I said good game, sir. <laughs> That's pretty insane. Yeah, I think, you know, like, part of it is also you don't have to be scummy. I think this allows people to be a little more... Yeah, I think it allows people to be a little more scummy, but those people are probably just going to be scummy anyways. Fair point. Like, I wouldn't do that. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, flip your delvers, or flip flip your stuff. Gotcha. You know, like... Yes, you would. Dude, I couldn't... I probably couldn't do that in good conscience. On, like, camera, you would for sure. I would probably do it on camera just because it'd be funny. <laughs> also, like, what happens? What happens if you realize in combat, right? You yeah. realize in combat, and then you're like, "Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, never mind. Don't worry about it. Your guys flip back, but you can go back to the beginning of combat and not attack if you want." Could somebody call a judge on you? Because isn't that illegal? Like you choosing to let him do that? Don't you have to like maintain shit or something? I just think it'd be funny to do it on camera, like you said, because then. Everyone on like Gigi's live chat or like oh on Twitter God, would be yeah. blowing up. He didn't flip. He didn't flip. Oh my He'd be God! forever. And then you're like, dude, blocks, flip them. And then Boom. you see the judge come over. You see the Roasted. hands. 
and like things pointing and they're like and then the, <laughs> they do like the face shot of the guy and he's like all despondent like he yeah, just actually dies <laughs> yeah it'd be, it'd be sick it'd be a lot, of, a lot of fun it'd be entertaining now that's entertainment <laughs> I said good game I said good game sir <laughs> I just wanted to wrap up my modern talk. If uh... oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Well, you guys reminded me. Wow, you shits! <laughs> <laughs> For people who like are actually playing Modern Weekly, I highly recommend Red Green Tron, and it's something that I'll look forward to uh, testing for uh, GP Columbus, uh, which you're coming to. Which I am 99% going to with uh, Frank. <laughs> oh my so, god! Oh, you're coming with pastas? I'm coming with pastas. Nice! Okay, so you guys reminded me of my supposed win and end against John. So I mean supposed because after I thought I won that, I thought I was in top 8. <clears throat> well, shout out to Adam Barnello because he ended up taking the, the whole thing down. How imposing was that beard? <laughs> Like, that's an intimidating beard, right? It is. Yeah. Um, so the guy playing John, um, I, I, two things happened uh, against him. The first thing was when I used the plus four ability of Karn. He puts the card, he was the first player, like, I had used Karn's plus four um, multiple times before facing him. So he puts the card face down, and I don't, I'm not sure about the exact, uh, the exact words he used, but I was going to grab to look at it. But he said he that you know I'm I'm not allowed to look at it. So then I'm like what? Like in my head I'm like I've been you know it's been face up all the time. I'm sure on Moto it was face up. And then he's like he's a hundred percent sure that I can't see that card, and that it even says face down on Karn. So I'm about to call a judge. I'm like oh, I'll just call a judge to make sure he's like can, yeah you can, can call a judge. Karn? What? Why don't you just read your card? I did read my card. I'm like I don't see face down anywhere. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to call a judge. And then he goes, you can call a judge, but I'm 100% sure. I'm like, what the fuck? So I call the judge, and like the judge's like, yeah, he can look at the card. <laughs> so I, I look. <laughs> what the fuck? A few, a few turns later, Karn is at one. He attacks uh, with a Tarmogoy. Uh, uh, Karn's at one, and I have a relic of Progenitus. So I can essentially make Tarmogoy a zero or one. So I exile. Uh, so he attacks his other creatures to me tax only the Karn with the Tarmogoy. I pop the relic and then he's like, yeah, but the relic goes to your graveyard. I'm like, what? No, it doesn't. I'm like, yeah, I'm a I'm hundred percent sure that the relic goes to your graveyard. I'm like, I'm like reading the card. It says exile relic. <laughs> <laughs> Karn lives. <clears throat> so both times he came off as like, and it made the, match super uncomfortable to play. I'm like, why is this guy like so sure about two like incorrect calls? Like wow. it was like holy shit man and oh, man. I beat him. He was uh I beat him near the end I was able to get three warm call engines in play and uh I was happy I crushed <laughs> him after that experience. It's like man like how can you be so sure of like the wrong how will cards work? After you attacked him like to 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 zero life, right? You should have been like, "What's your life total?" And then when he was like, "What do you mean? What's your life total right now?" He'd be like, "Well, zero. Are you a hundred percent sure?" <laughs> so, yeah. So in the car, it, the instead of the "Did you intend to?" It became the "Are you hundred percent?" jokes. That yeah. were going. 
So, and but that's it. That's it for me. So we can move on to standard, which is the exciting format coming up. Well, we all played F and M with some like neat standard stuff, right? Yeah. So we can talk about that. Even I, I went to F and M. That hasn't happened in like well over a year. It's Has fucking it really hot. been that long. Eh, I don't know if it's been a year. It's been that. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah. You can start things off, Scott. Sure. Um, so it was, it was great. I was able to, uh, I was leaving the house in the morning and I looked at the wife and I said, you know what, honey? I said, I want to go to F&M tonight. She looked at me. She's like, really? I'm like, yep. She's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I went by myself. I was able to get out. I went down and I saw, uh, Luke was there, of course, Mana Base represent. Mana Base. Mana Base. So Luke and I hung out and, um, the, Kelly was there, obviously, running the show. Um, and there were uh, a few others. Seth, from uh, whose birthday it was last week, which is why I gave him the huge shout-out. Um, shout-out to Seth. Shout-out yeah. to Seth. Woo! Happy out. birthday! Anyways. Evening. So, uh, so he was there, uh, showed up a little late, so I saw him. And uh, Dante was there as well, a few others from, from that team. So it was cool. And, uh, and Jacob from my local playgroup, so he was there as well. Anyway, so I, I went with, uh, of course, the, the freshly teched out, you know, Esper Walker's list that uh, Shaheen was talking about. So I went in with that, and I ended up X1-ing the event, so that was cool. Uh, 3-1, nothing, you know, too crazy. But, you know, it was good enough for fourth place, so that was sweet. Um, first matchup was against uh, mo- was against Zombies, and so I had a rough game one. You know, he, I, I had a pretty good, pretty good running hand. And I guess I, I won the play or whatnot, so I was going through, and, uh, you know, he played, uh, like, Gravecrawler, Diagraph Ghoul, Gravecrawler, uh, Skurzdag High Priest, you know, so he, like, got in for a little bit of damage, you know, made a guy, and then I wrath the board, so that was cool, and, of course, he follows up with, like, on his turn four, you know, like, my day was one turn early, because then he played the Obliterator. <laughs> that thing is Trample, by the way. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, the follow-up Lingering Souls was way not effective. Um, <laughs> so so we're on to game two, um, and at that point in time, he just couldn't overcome Trip Celestial Purge coming in off the board. And then, of course, me knowing that I was waiting you know, for the uh, Obliterator, and you know, he just couldn't get there. So, so round two, I end up against Blue-Eyed Humans. Blue-Humans. Yeah, and like as we talked about last week, that's the worst matchup for this deck, like just straight the worst. And uh, I just couldn't beat it; it smoked me in two quite handedly. So I was like, "Well, you know, that's fine. You got you know turn one Doom Traveler, turn two Honor the Pure each game, so that's fine. <laughs> that's a deck." <laughs> I can't touch that. So he ended up winning. And then game three, I end up, uh, sorry, match, round three, I end up against uh, blue-black Lich combo. And I'm actually playing against Kelly. And so I found myself in a situation where I'm off to a fairly reasonable start. You know, he's not doing too much in the early game either. So, you know, I don't have to worry too much about, I think he he played um, like a Perilous Mirror pretty early. And I'm like, oh, you're on Lich combo. Okay, so let's go. He ends up going... Uh, getting a Necroticus on board, and so I'm trying to deal with this board. I'm I cast uh, 
uh, Soren, which I got out, so that was running for a bit, and I had uh, Lingering Souls to, to chump block a little bit. Uh, Gideon ended up making an appearance. I ended up, anyways, I ended up taking care of some necrotic oozes, putting him in the graveyard. He's forbidden alchemy. He's got like two have and go liches plus two necrotic ooze in the graveyard. Sorry, one lich, two ooze, and uh, he's got on the board uh, one lich and the uh, perilous mirror. So I end up landing a Gideon. Uh, they attack Gideon, and I end up ultimating Soren. So I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at my hand, and I've got, like, Curse of Death hold in my hand, and I'm looking at him, like, ready to go off with his combo if I drop this for him, because all he's waiting for is a Heartless Summoning. And I'm just like, God, this game, this this fucking card is so terrible against you. Like, easy sideboard. Bye-bye. Here come the purges, right? And I'm, like, like talking all loud about it. I'm like, God, this card's so terrible. He has no idea what it is. And so I end up ultimating Soren. I hit the uh the mirror and i hit the uh the lich so i'm getting both of them back and then all of a sudden and then i take his lich out of the graveyard so that way he can't like get rebirth his ooze or whatever and then you know go off with shenanigans anyway so i'm looking at my hand and all of a sudden i realize like wow if i curse myself i can combo off the lich player <laughs> can you do that because doesn't it go to his graveyard yeah, but then I just use both of his liches, which I have. Oh, yeah, because... Because uh, <laughs> you can cast them. from any graveyard? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you can cast from any graveyard with a lich. Oh, right? <laughs> next, next level. Next so all level. of a sudden, I'm like, damn, this card's hilarious. So anyways, my next... So I, I had to tap all my mana to take the lich, so I was going to untap, and I was literally going to like drop this card and win. Um, but then I ended up drawing Mortar Pod, and that was just enough, because I had enough mana just to like, bash him with all of his guys and Gideon. Um, and then just, like, kill them all off one at a time with the uh, mortar pod to get there. So, But it was a really funny interaction. And then game three, game uh, game two that round, I brought in the Virtues, because there's just a lot of cards that were kind of dead in the matchup anyway. So I ended up bringing in the Intangible Virtues. Keep a hand with, like, double Virtue, double Souls, and, uh, like, three lands. And I just look at this hand, and I'm like, Sneep? <laughs> yep. Killed him on turn five. It was pretty good. <laughs> Like with the yeah. control deck, so yeah, it was pretty sick. And then my last round was against Dalver, blue white. Um, it was the uh, stalker equipment version. And in my opponent's defense, like he sideboarded fucking terribly for me, so I end up winning game one. Um, His defense, he's a noob. <laughs> no, 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 no. The guy was good. Like he, I mean, he, you know, he's he's at that. He's definitely a capable player, and I mean, he played Del- he played it really well. But I mean, Delver naturally is not a great matchup. I mean, there's so many of the cards in that deck are great against Delver, like the Lingering Souls and Liliana is like insane, right? So, um, what ends up happening is uh, first game I end up taking it back of a bunch of Lingering Souls, end up resolving Consecrated Sphinx, and by the time that you know matters, it just gets there. Um, and then game two was like really, really long. I ended up ultimating Liliana twice that game. Mm. Uh, wow. <laughs> it was really intense, right? So he's, he was down eventually to just, like, two land, and I got to the point where I just, like, I, w- I had only had two Lingering Souls, so I literally had, like, no gas. I was just land, land, land. I had, like, two curses on him. I'm all, you know, Liliana every turn. Like, I just, it was insane So I finally draw some more Lingering Souls, put a bunch of guys on the table. I'm bashing, bashing, bashing. I was, like, chewing him with a Snapcaster Mage for value, right? And so finally, I the Masterful Stroke, I finally peel a fucking Mortar Pod, and then I just get there, right? Because, like, I got eight guys on the table, or, f- or five guys or whatever, swing for five, and then just, like, 
Nuggy for another five. That's game. So it was uh it wasn't really long and, and grindy, but it was it was good. I had a really good time with the deck. It was a lot of fun. And uh, you know, except for humans, I really I didn't fear anything in the room. Every deck was fair game. So it was pretty sweet. And it was nice to go out. I was I was looking forward to going out again but uh this week, but our plans ended up changing and I gotta go to a concert. So oh well. Oh well. Nice. Yeah, um I heard him talking about the uh the mortar pod tech last uh last episode and I thought, man, that's it's really good with lingering souls and uh Sorin, you know, just making dudes to sack them and shoot people. Yeah, and it, against Delver especially, it's crazy, right? Because they're just like, turn. if you're on the play, you know, you're able to land that turn two mortar pod, kill the Delver before it flips. Yeah. It's it's pretty good, you know, in that matchup especially. And again, it proved it, right? It's just reach later on. So it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I've used, uh, I've used the Delver in the in the pod list that I was I mean, the, uh, the mortar pod in the pod list that I was running. It's funny because it's like birthing pod and mortar pod. It makes, like, double pot, you know? It's pretty nice. <laughs> P squared. Parte passe. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So, John, how was your uh, F&M hero this week? I have a question. What? Yeah. Check, check, check. Yeah, we can hear you. I have a question. Down in front. Mr. Medina? Yes. Um, when you update us on the podcast about your F&M hero... <laughs> Is this like an exclusive F and M hero update? Nice. Because the only reason I ask you um, is because mm, yum, you're yum. you're also writing an article about it, and I'm wondering if the um, information is congruent. See, uh, actually, it is exclusive. Boom! Roasted. Suck on that. Thanks. Somebody. So, somebody. I mean, no, 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 quick, I, quick! Somebody open your mouth. Yeah. Ah, 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 open your mouth. Ah. And that's kind of what uh, Lansdale's been trying to get me on the show to talk about FNM Hero. Boom! Uh, I suck at Lansdale! Oh! <laughs> which, I gotta say that. I mean, I definitely, I definitely want to do, I want to go on there and, like, plug the series and talk about, like, just things in general. But the A-Team is the only podcast that gets the the kind of exclusive of what's happening currently. Because, like, the stuff I told you guys last week isn't even in an article yet. Like, some of it is, but, like, some of the other stuff is coming in this next article. So, you guys are, like, at least two weeks ahead. So, like, the stuff I talk about tonight is stuff that's going to come in an article, like, three weeks from now. So, yeah. Nice. Previews. Previews. Spoiler alert, guys. (laughs) Before we we jump into the F&M Hero and my F&M experience, uh, did you want to talk more about the deck, Scotty? Did you have any... Things that you didn't like, or you know, was the was the new list from Shaheen super legit, or how did you feel? So it's funny; it is super legit. I had a, a ton, a ton of fun with it. Um, a lot of th- and this is really ironic that Michael Jacob is also working on the list because you know they like <laughs> fucking hate each other. Um, is he but, working on it with his army of clones? I don't know, <laughs> but if you if you take a look at the new. Um, Star City Games has started to do, like, new playtesting videos with Jerry and Brad where they're going to run pranks on each other and run, like, real, legit, you know, gaming. So Brad ended up playing Blue White Delver against Jerry, who was playing, you know, basically the Esper Walkers list, uh, but MJ's version. And so main deck, there's really only, I think, like, two or three cards difference. Um, the exceptions being, like, 
MJ runs uh, like an Oblivion Ring in the main, and he runs a Bloodline Keeper Singleton in the main, mm-hmm. um, and he's running like a couple Ponders as well. He cut the Snapcasters, and he's running a couple Ponders, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's good. I, I I really like Bloodline Keeper personally. I I have for a long time, so you know that's really exciting. But in addition to that, um, he's already on the Virtue Tech in the sideboard, right? So like he fucking just blew Brad out, and it was really nice to see that like it just smoked Delver. It wasn't even fair, and like Liliana is just absurd against Delver, like seriously. So um, I don't know. I like a lot of that stuff. Like I like Bloodline Keeper. It might be nice to f- try to find a way to get there. Like if your meta's not really doing a lot of Wolf Run, then you can almost completely cut the Despises for cards that are. You know, like four virtues, I think, um, and then you know, find a couple of other cards. But uh, it's like bloodline keepers and virtues would probably be pretty good. So I, I really enjoyed the deck. Three curses. It seems like a lot, but you always want one. So it's kind of like the catch twenty-two. But the mana was fine, and that was something that I I found really really good. I never had issues with mana. I was hitting my colors all the time. Hmm. I I hate Bloodline Keeper. I don't know why. I just never want to play a deck card. The problem is, it always fucking lives. Like nobody kills Bloodline Keeper it's with tr- any card true. other it's than true. fucking Day of Judgment. It's true. <laughs> Jay's yeah. like, this is a verifiable fact. <laughs> yeah. No, it's and that's the thing. Like Jay's played enough like blue black Jirtle do nothing to, and I'm sure you've played with a couple Bloodline Keepers in the same. Oh yeah. So like you know what I'm talking about. They just literally never kill it. They're like, oh Bloodline Keeper, who cares about that? And then you're what like, what do you have to uh, kill it? Like people only like. That. People like Doomblade, uh, wait, oh, gotcha, oh, fuck, you know, but, like, Celestial Purge, maybe? But, like, you're gonna waste, anyways. Yeah, yeah like, I they're just, yeah. I mean, people running Doomblade right now are idiots. Let's no, just... there's no question. Let's just get that out of the way. If you're running Doomblade in your standard deck, dude, don't do that. You're embarrassing everybody. Yep. Black so... is a color. Yeah, zombies, dude. Yeah. Look it <laughs> up. Almost reason enough Look right there. Up. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's a Phyrexian Obliterator. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> I guess I just die now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Along with my dignity. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was good. It was a fun deck. I reckon anybody that likes that type of deck, it's an extremely well built one. It's really well tuned. The sideboard's good. Like, if you prefer the Michael Jacob version, then go ahead. Like, he's played a bunch of games on his stream. I hate advocating that, but, I mean, like, it is a pretty good way for you to, to watch a bunch of games with it. Alternatively, just watch Jerry play against the Del- play against Brad on the Star City Games premium side. It's really sweet. And also, make sure that you guys put in your, like, email into scgpranks at gmail.com, any, anything that you want them to do like or to fight for. So, like, my example is I put in winner shaves the loser's head. Probably. So, like, they'll play, they'll play you know, uh, best out of five, two games unboarded, then three games boarded, and it's, it's fucking good to watch because they're, like, on. They're actually playing real, real quality tournament magic, no take backs, no open hands. What do you think I should do here? Like, it's legit. Man, if it's, if it's winner shaves... Loser's head. I think we got to be voting for Brad to win there. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> like Jerry, man, I got you. I got you back every time. But no, we got to get that head shaved, dude. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, Justin you Timberlake. Can't keep that, uh, the blonde, dude. <laughs> yeah. The blonde Harris is not Timberlake. doing it. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's it. Yep. Yep. Shout out to Jerry. <laughs> shout out to Jerry. Always shout outs to Jerry. Yeah, he's awesome. Even though he that doesn't come, on, the show needs to come back on the goddamn show, like yeah. He, what episode was he on? Like twenty? 
Yeah, hmm. nine, 19 or 20. Jerry, come in. Oh, no, wait. Show. No, wasn't it 16? Maybe. I was going over this the other night. Anyways. It was a long was, time ago. It was so a long, old. long time ago. It was the the greatest player in the world was the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then since he be, since since we bestowed that title on him, he's just no Surtis. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways yeah so so yeah no i'm done with the, about the deck it's fine it's good it's fun if you like that type of deck play it mortar pods insane sick yeah so, way better than tragic's left not close naturally i played uh i played fnm uh this weekend uh it was uh it was a little bit heartbreaking um i don't know how much i want to talk about exactly uh, but it was uh, it was a real gut wrencher this uh, this last FNM. Uh, basically, I've been trying to improve my FNM hero deck and trying to compete with it. And uh, the night started off on a real high note. Um, second round, I go into second round one uh, zero. I beat my first round opponent. Um, what was my first round opponent? I don't really remember. Uh, I think it was just uh, yeah. I don't really remember. But my second round opponent was Ruben Bressler. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I sit down at the table. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. I got to play Ruben Bressler. And I know he's playing like a four color pod, like Todd Anderson build of the pod list. And he's probably got like the Trinket Mage, Graft Digger's Cage tech. And like, I'm just, I'm just like not looking forward to playing because Ruben, I guess, is a pretty decent player, right? Well, and, he was, uh, he ran really hot at the Invitational for a while. Yeah, and I heard that he was, like, from the Junior Super Series, and, like, he's got a history in the game, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm just like, well, you know, obviously, probably couldn't beat this guy with, like, a real deck, and here I am with FNM Hero deck, and probably not going to beat him. So I sit down, I'm like, dude, I should get a picture, because at least I'll have a picture for, uh, for FNM Hero, right? So he does a little pose, and I'm like, yeah, I'll get it after, I'll get it after. Uh, you know, shuffling penny sleeves takes a little extra work, so... So I'm shuffling up my, my deck, and, uh, uh, yeah, I think we both mulligan to six. And uh, what's it called? My hand is just balling. Okay, I got a Birds of Paradise, uh, whiteboard birds, of course. Um, I got a uh, forest, a birthing pod, an evolving wilds, and, like, another land and some removal spell or something. So I just roll them. Like, I'm just like, turn one birds, turn two birthing pod, turn three geist, sack the geist, get a, uh, a wake dancer. <laughs> wow. He kind of looked a little uh, sideways at, he's like, hmm, wake dancer, huh? And I'm like, yep, hit you for three, and this is turn three. So I'm like, hit you for three with seven power on the board, right? So then he's like, all right, his third turn, he untaps, uh, plays a land, plays a blade splicer. And then I'm just like, all right, untap, sack my wake dancer for um, the zombie, what's his name, skin render, kill your token, bash you for five. <laughs> so just like annihilated him, ran him over, right? So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got there. Lucky, lucky me, you know? So we sideboard, second game, uh, I mulligan to six, he mulligans to five. Okay, he is not happy about his five. And I look at my six, and my six is not great. I have two Evolving Wilds, uh, two Go for the Throat, uh, a Birthing Pod, and some other random card. I don't remember what it was. 
But I'm just like, well, I have removal spells at the very least, and I have mana. So I, just, I guess I just keep this, and then we go to game three and whatever, you know? So he starts out on the play. He plays a Sun Petal Grove tapped. And I'm like, ooh, not good for a color, four-color pod deck, right? He's got, <laughs> man, he's got some mana issues. So uh, I play my Evolving Wild uh, past the turn. I crack it for black. Uh, he plays a Bird's. And then another Sun Petal Grove tapped, right? And I'm like, oh, man, he's hurting bad. I'm like, he's got to be hurting bad for mana if he's playing these out tapped. And, you know, he's playing his birds out. So I, I have an untapped land. I guess I drew it or something. Play the untapped land. I go for the throat, the birds. And Ruben just, like, his face just, like, melts, right? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, the one removal spell on your deck, huh? And I'm like thinking in my head, nope, not the only one. <laughs> so, so I'm just like, all right. So I pass the turn. He plays a birds, misses his land drop, passes it back, right? So I untap, and then I just like snap the freaking the other go for the throw right on the birds. Bam! I'm like, kill your birds. Oh no! And then he just goes in turbo tilt mode. He's like, of course, of course. And I'm just like, all right, all right. Now, now at this point, like it's very uncomfortable. Because, like, after the first game, he was a little bit, um, he was a little bit shook up, and in between sideboards, he was like, he was like, I'm, I'm heavily favored in this matchup. I'm, I'm heavily, heavily favored. favored. I said, I said good day. I said good day, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> he was like, he's like, I'm heavily favored. And I'm like, uh, you're heavily favored in the uh, event deck matchup? And I just gave, like, some, <laughs> oh, like, my little, God. oh, no. <laughs> a little smart-ass look, you know? Uh, don't get me wrong. I love Ruben Bressler. Let me just give him a little shout out. Like he's he's from he's from the area. But if you're gonna tilt over a game like this, like I'm just gonna rub it in. Because- well, and that's that seems really strange because like so Ruben is on uh, in contention podcast for those of you that don't know, and like he seems like he, like he's a stand up comedian apparently as well. Like it seems like he should be a really nice, light hearted guy that you know should be able to handle shit like that. I'm really surprised to hear him be such a Fucking whining bitch about it. Wow. I was surprised too because he knows what I'm doing. So he's like, "Yeah, hopefully you don't beat me with your twenty dollar deck." Yeah, and I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, hopefully not." Ha ha ha, you know. And then like game one, I roll him, and then I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" And then he's like visibly uncomfortable with the situation, and I'm just like, "Whoa!" Like this is not the Ruben wrestler I'm used to. And uh, and then I think my little smart ass comment about the event deck kind of just like really like just grinded the knife in there, you know? Yeah. And then I obviously had the two removal spells for his birds, which uh, in in game two. And then he just went on turbo tilt, and uh, my deck curved out nicely, uh, and I killed him. So that was a lot of fun, and uh, I can honestly say now that the FNM hero has has vanquished Ruben Bressler. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, if he wants a rematch, I'm here anytime, Ruben. Every you, week. Just bring it on back, buddy, and you know you got to be in the X one bracket to get here. That's so, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so so that was my that was my fun uh, fun match this uh, this last ma- uh, this last F and M and uh, and it was uh, it was an interesting it was like a, a roller coaster of emotions for that uh, for that F and M. Have you figured out yet how to beat Marin Crusader? Uh, I just lose to that card. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I mean, there's not like I have I have a uh, perilous mirrors. Uh, they do a little bit, but not enough. And it's just like I can't build the deck to beat it. Like I also have a precursor golem, 
which uh, which does which does wonders against it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a lot of finagling. You know what I mean? When they get a Mirror Crusader down, there's just a lot of like moving around. You know. But uh, I made a spicy new addition to the deck, and I think that's going to help with some things. Um, something that like I didn't think about before, but like after the last FNM, some kid was showing me his uh, his Jund his Jund pod deck, and uh, he had this as a one of, and it kind of blew my mind. So I'm going to try that out. And what is it? I can't tell you, man. Super secret. Boo. All right. Well, then you should type it into the chat, and then we'll move on to Jay. All right. <laughs> Where's the chat? I'll, I'll type it in once I find it. Yeah. Where right. is the chat? <laughs> um, do uh, where is the chat on this on this train? So, like, how does it feel to you know get your apps? You're just like your your ego fucking smashed and ground into the like every week. Like that's got to be tough. I feel like it's uh, it's a little bit of a like a penance, you know, for being such a smartass <laughs> and for being such an arrogant bastard. Like, okay. yeah, yeah, like I'm getting the crap beat on me at like every FNM, and like the worst players are just crushing me, and it started to make me think like maybe I'm not as good a player as I thought I was, and uh, you know, it's really it's really doing a number on my. Uh, not on my self-confidence, but on my self-image, you know what I mean? And, uh, and I like that. I like being in, a, in an uncomfortable place and learning about myself and, uh, you know, taking the beats, man. I think that's where you learn the most. So it's good, to, it's good not to hide behind, like, good cards and, uh, and, like, good decks and, like, kind of really test my skill for what it is and, you know, just grow from it. That's cool. Well, that's. I'm glad that you're taking it that way and not just like, yeah, this is fucking terrible. I can't wait to go and beat somebody over the head with my pimped out Japanese fucking legacy deck. So that's good. Well, yeah, and I haven't been playing any magic but FNM Hero Magic. I've actually, like, kind of just. I'm probably going to ship a lot of my standard collection to Legit MTG because I just don't have time for regular standard because I have to grind in my FNM Hero deck to get good. Right. So I think. Uh, I don't know, it's it's definitely, I have two options. Like, if I just tilt, then my whole life is going to be miserable, right? Because every Friday, I'm just going to go and get beat, and then I'm going to lose the challenge. So I can't can't afford to tilt. I mean, it would just be miserable. And I mean, like, your record on challenges is already, you know, like, oh for, well, I guess you're one and one now, right? One and one. Which one did I win? Pack to power. Yeah, yeah, pack to power. I lost the uh, weight loss bet with uh, with Jr. Yeah, yeah. I I think I seen that coming though because uh, we we bet uh, for BMI. Yeah, which is like I didn't understand what that was at first, uh, but it's basically just a formula with your height and your weight. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is the way I'm losing weight is I'm working out. So I'm doing a lot of like uh, lifting weights and this kind of stuff. So I'm gaining, I'm still gaining like muscle weight, but I'm losing fat. Uh, so it wasn't by like cross reference by fat percentage. No, 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 it wasn't like that. So what ended up happening? Not to take anything from Jr. because I think he did an awesome job. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jr. is losing it differently. He's losing it through like a specific diet, mm-hmm. and I've been like on a diet, but not like the same rigid diet that he's on. Because a lot of my weight loss is coming from working out. Gotcha. So, so like, 
it doesn't affect my BMI when I have muscle weight or fat weight. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, um, and he's actually the one who brought it to my attention. And he's like, dude, uh, BMI, like, I think we should call off the bet. Oh. And, uh, yeah, well, this happened like a, a month or two ago. He's like, I think we should call off the bet. And I'm like, yeah, I bet you do. You know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to smoke you. Of course you think we should call it off. And uh, he's like, no, no, no. And he explained the BMI to me. And I'm like, what? I'm like, that's wacky. And he's like, no, no, look it, look it up. So he sent, sent me a link. I did some reading. And I'm like, oh, crap, he's right. So sure enough, like, we, we made an arrangement like a couple months out that we weren't going to go through with the bed because it wasn't exactly what both of us thought, you know? Gotcha. So, so so the punishment isn't there except so there's nothing on the line now except for like pride and pride, rights. pride. And and JR gets all the pride because he did a great job. Um he lost over twenty five pounds, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh he's looking good and you know, thumbs up to him. Well, it's it's good, yeah, because you know he needs to look as good as he can to you know try to hold on to that girlfriend of his because she's way <laughs> too good looking for him. Oh man, he knows it though, so it's okay. Yeah, he knows it. He's do, he's doing a good job. So, uh, so yeah, sweet. But I, I think we're both winners. Uh, you know, I lost uh, I lost over twenty pounds. Um, you know, and uh, I'm just going to keep going with my workout plan and the the kind of like modified diet that I have. So. I'm sure I'll lose more, and it'll be it'll be good. Sweet. Well, Jay, it falls to no. you, sir. Tell us about your F and M experience this week. I wish and I had, then, a, and then I wish I had a good one. Subsequently, you can tell us about that monster tournament. Yeah, yeah. No, I wish I had a I wish I had a good story about F and M. I play Delver because it's the best deck, and I just don't feel like playing anything else. And anytime I play something else, I just fucking get filthy fucked. So I'm not into that shit. And, um... So, yeah, so I went to F&M, and I, I was deadly ill. And, I like, I don't know if you guys <clears throat> have ever played Magic before. <laughs> uh, just in case you haven't. But uh, it's really mentally intensive. And, you know, being sick normally is not, like, mentally intensive. But both at the same time, it's just draining. Like, I actually, like, like... I felt like I was driving impaired on my way home from F and M. That's really um, that's kind of balls because like Michael Jordan used to play basketball when he had the flu, like temperatures of like 107 and shit. And like he Michael played way Jordan. much better because apparently it was a, it allowed him to you know achieve some sort of laser like focus on the task at hand without distraction. No, that's bullshit. I think that is a is a fabrication. Are you calling Michael Jordan a liar? Are you calling yeah. Michael Jordan a liar? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So anyway, so like I went four oh one and I drew with like some weird Esper Walker control brew that is not the Shaheen Sarani list. And um uh, I mean it was fine. I just I played Delver. I just absolutely just rape and pillage with Delver. Um so I wish I'd been playing it longer, and I wish that I would have just played Cobblade when Cobblade was a deck because then I'd be reaping the rewards of that, but no, no. Uh, and then on the Saturday, uh, we had our GP sponsorship uh, series number one. So it's it's this really cool uh, kind of tournament that the Sentry Box, which is a local store here, is doing. Where basically it's it's similar to like a PTQ, but for a GP. So you play first place, got five hundred bucks and a plane ticket to Vancouver, 
And then even like the top eight prizing, like seventh and eighth got 150 bucks, which is like pretty good for just a local non-supported tournament that costs $30 to enter. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, maybe not in the States where they have a star, like a star city games every, you know, every fucking day and uh, where they're fortunate. But up here in Canada where wizards doesn't give a shit about magic, that's a really big deal. So, Whoa, those um, are big words, right? Yeah, words. well, challenge, challenge presented. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so we had that, and that was you know like seventy people turned out for that, and people came down from Edmonton, and I mean it was unfortunate that it was the same weekend as uh, as GP Salt Lake because was it was a GP or Star City Salt Lake. It was GP. both. It was it that's there was a GP, but then it was hosted by Star City Games in Salt Lake City, so huh? they also ran both standard and legacy opens. How bizarre! Yeah. Oh no, just a standard. Just open, standard, right? right? Yeah, just standard. Open, sorry. So yeah, so so like there were some people like because Salt Lake, I guess, isn't super far from here. So you know, I mean, there wasn't as many people as there could have been. Um, you know, like, but I mean, like seventy people is still pretty good for basically like what amounts to just like a Saturday tournament. Yeah. And um, you know, I mean, the the Iceman uh, Ted Sloan was in the finals against uh, Salt of the Earth Tyler Blum. Uh, I think it's Tyler Blum. It might be Bloom, but I'm pretty sure it's Blum. I, I don't have no fucking idea. And uh, Tyler ended up taking it down with some really tight play. And, um, you know, I mean, Team Garbage. I got to give a shout out to Team Garbage, which is the uh, the playtest group that I play with. They they uh, they all started, save for one person, they all started like 02 or 03. And then most of them finished 3 uh, 3. One of them finished 4 2, which is, you know, not bad for these guys because they're, they're Team Garbage. So, um, you know, I mean, that was pretty good, and uh, I, I gotta give a shout out. I have to give a shout out to Brandon at the Sentry Box, who is just basically like the magic card guy. He's not like a store owner or a fucking like he's not like a bigwig. And he like pulled together to get this money and the sponsorship. And I mean, like I've never heard of a local store paying out like two thousand dollars, including a plane ticket and five hundred bucks to team or for the for the. Uh, first place prize for a gp of all things yeah you know like who pays for the plane ticket at a ptq like wizards does right yeah not the store correct yeah so like i don't know i feel like this is just a big huge thing i hope there's more of them um i mean unfortunately because of the ev and um you know because of the 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 i guess the the skill level that we have in alberta uh there there, there are going to be a shark fest um yeah. like that's where all the good players are going to to go and just you know take it down, crush it. Um, so it's not going to be any less competitive than a PTQ would be, or even a GP, like in terms of play skill uh, on average. But you know, I mean, you just you you got to give it to those guys. Like they did, they just they tried really hard and they did really good. And I think that's a great idea. I think pe- more people should do tournaments like that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean, like I'm deadly ill. Like I I'm I'm three weeks into like a lung infection or something. Like I'm actually just literally dying. So I don't really have exciting stories from from FNM. Like, you know, I I feel I kind of feel like uh, KYT last year when Cobblade was around, and it was just like KYT. How was FNM? Was like I don't know. I fucking played Cobblade, and I went like eighteen and zero. Like, mm. what do you want from me? Like, I went I went four zero one for the third week in a row. Like with with Delver, with unchanged, not net deck, not Pike, not spectral flighted Delver. No mental missteps. No gut shots. So. Again, Real decks with real cards in them. Can we uh, can we talk for a second about mental misstep in particular right now? Sure. Just just for like a minute. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah tell me, tell me, tell me how good you think it is. Well, I just think that. Uh, so I've obviously I've been listening to a lot of Mike Flores and what he's got to say on the subject because he's quite outspoken on the subject of mental misstep in particular uh, in a Delver deck. Um, I just kind of want to talk about you know some of the merits of that card in general right now. Um, and why it should or should not potentially see more play in the future. If we can quickly have that one, that would be great. Okay. I uh, I can very well see how, like, I mean, the only turn one plays or, like, one casting cost spells I think that I'm looking at that are really, really relevant right now are cards like, obviously, Delver, um, and then you're looking at cards like Gutshot, Cataxian Probe, uh, potentially Ponder. You know, if you really want to fuck somebody, Vapor Snag is a big one. Um, and I'm wondering if, you know, you're. it's clearly good enough to main deck a couple in Delver if you wanted to and put in two in the sideboard. You could probably even main deck three and none in the sideboard. Like, it's clearly good enough for that. I mean, Birds of Paradise is a good one too, right? Like, you just stuff the first turn birds. Um, my question really is, is it good enough to play in non-blue decks? Uh, no lie, I've been considering trading for mental misstep to try them in the birthing pot deck that I have. Like my my current configuration is uh, two tragic slip, two go for the throat, and then uh, four birthing pods, and that's pretty much all of the non-creature spells I have. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about because my pod deck is not very aggro, it's much more grindy. I'm thinking about putting, uh, cutting the two tragic slips for two mental missteps. And the way I see it is, like, if you don't have four missteps in a deck like this, then it's not worth it just to run the two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I just won't have them on turn one when I want. So, like, so like what I was going to do was run, uh, cut the two tragic slips for two missteps, and then cut um, two of, like, the dirtily cards that I have that, I, that I've been on the fence about for two more missteps. Hi, Bob! <laughs> Bob, are you at Space Mountain? <laughs> Medina, oh, you sound thing? like you sound like you're podcasting in a hurricane from the fucking moon via satellite. How about now? How about now is the same. Oh my gosh! Hold on. Okay, so so you're on the verge of trying it then. Yes. In in a black green pod list. Yeah. Yeah, and the reason why is because zombies is a tough matchup for me. So, like, taking out the early pressure is nice, and they always seem to have the tragic slip right when they need the tragic slip. And I always turn on Morbid for them. Yeah. So, like, I turn on the Morbid by getting my, like, big shielded out, and then there's, like, tragic slip, and I lose my mind. Yeah. So, so conceivably... In a, if you're in like the local FNM, you know, you're looking to, but I mean, like you're playing against real decks all the time or just some of the time? All the time. Like, uh, it's either like the, the reason I was considering is, like I said, the zombie matchup's tough, the Delver matchup is tough. Um, so I'd like to get some, I'd like to get some edge against Delver. And the big cards against Delver is like Delver and Vapor Snag. Yeah. Because I, even if, even if I get my big dude, that's the thing is like, some people board out the Vapor Snags against me because my guys have value when they come in. Yeah. But it's still, like, a big tempo loss if they're able to just, like, boom, bounce your dude, and then, like, you know. I feel like the most frustrating card 
playing against Delver is actually Vapor Snag. Yeah. It's super annoying because they're like, Vapor Snag a guy, so I can't actually pot it next turn, right? Yeah. And then and then I like play it out and then they might be like, Oh, Snapcaster Vapor Snag your other guy, you know? And it's just like really annoying. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like Vapor Snag as a card in its existence almost completely nullifies the effectiveness of like mid range or like like bomby creatures, right? Like Titan six drops, like Consecrated Sphinx is is kind of fucking terrible against Delver if you know they're still packing a full set of Vapor Snags. But like other against everyone else, like non Vapor Snag decks, it's fucking insane. Like the card yeah. is dumb, right? Um and so I'm wondering, so that's what kind of makes me wonder if, if you can handle that card and Misstep does a really good job of it. It incidentally makes them play a fucking radically different game, right? Like after you fucking pop the first Misstep. So I don't know. That's so, uh, so John, that that's, that's awesome. You're, you're considering it because you're basically your mid range value deck. Um, and to shore up those matchups, I didn't even consider zombies. Like, cause they've got what, like 12 one drops or something dumb like that. Like, yeah, they got the, they got the eight. Uh, actual creatures. And then the slips. And then the slips. And sometimes they're running the spies, too, which is just like... I mean, this is FNM, right? I think Distress is just, like, way better in that deck. But, yeah. I mean, sometimes I get hit with just random despises and, like, you know, just... Yeah. It, Birds of Paradise is a big one as well, because there's a lot of pod going around now. Um, I just feel like it's a. It seems like a really good card. The only reason I haven't tried it is because they're two dollars a piece. Mm, sure, that's way better than like twelve though. Um, <laughs> back in the <laughs> legacy heyday. Yeah, yeah. So Jay, what do you think about this? Oh, I mean, I'm obviously the worst, so don't ask me. But I think mental misstep is shit, and I've never been afraid of mental misstep, and I've never lost to it. And I played Delver all day. Delver has fucking. 20 cards in it that died a mental misstep. That's a third of the deck. That you're just like, but the sheer power And then the other third is land. So, I mean, yeah, like, I I don't give a shit about mental misstep. Like, mental misstep is really good when I keep a really shitty fucking hand, and I go Delver turn one, and you go mental misstep. And then I... And I kept, like, a fucking five land ponder Delver hand. (laughs) Yeah. Like, 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 oh my god, you mental misstep, my, my only action fucking... You got me. Like, I just, I think that good players will just play around mental misstep. Bad players, you should beat without having to take up that slot. And then, uh, good play. I mean, like, I've played into mental missteps and I've played into tragic slips a hundred times. Like, I've, I've just done, like, Delver just doesn't fold up to a deck like that. Like, that's why Delver is the best deck. Like, I don't know if you guys realize this, but every single deck on the planet is trying to beat Delver, like Cobblade. Like, like, talk to anybody, talk to any brewer, and they're all going to say, oh, my Delver matchup's this, and I built this deck for Delver, and I have, I have Gut Shots, and I have Tragic Slips, and I have Go Over the Throats, and I have Blacks on Zenith to get the Delver matchup, and Delver still beats it. It still doesn't win anything. Delver wins everything. Like, it, it's, like, your card quality is just so much better. And then the, the main problem that I have with Mental Misstep is that you're taking up a slot uh, with mental misstep, where it's only good on turn one. Like we talked about, um, we talked about tragic slip uh, not being good, uh, but it being better than gut shot because tragic slip can sometimes minus thirteen guys, mm-hmm. and it's just more versatile for that reason. But it's the same with mental misstep. Like if you don't have mental misstep in your opener, like 
what good is it doing in your fucking deck? Like, you, you mental misstep my turn eight probe? <laughs> yeah, no, Watch but, uh, out. I, I, see, I feel like, so this is, this is very similar to a Mana Leak discussion, right? Like, Mana Leak is much worse after turn five or six, right? Just because your yeah, opponent probably theory, has mana. In theory, but, like, Mana Leak still gets tap-outs. Like, like, well, but, see, my, my point is, is that misstep is going to be the same sort of thing, because misstep is still going to counter the one-drop. Right. Yeah, but but who cares? Like like I don't understand why you're afraid of a a, a Delver on turn twelve. Well, no, but if in that case, the one the one drop spell that you're more concerned with, like I said earlier, is cards like Vapor Snag, right? Which is I, going to yes, yeah, it's a really big card. I mean, like I I agree like, that Vapor Snag is good because I play Delver, the deck and it's, not, it's really it's not good. Very good. Like you as a Delver player don't care about Vapor Snag. Right, right, right. But but as as a non Delver player, Vapor Snag is one of the most powerful cards in your deck. Yeah, we hate it. We don't yeah. want to see Vapor Snag. Right? No, absolutely. But then like so so now you're talking about like convoluting your deck with something that can counter Vapor Snag, which arguably is only relevant after turn one anyway. Well, no, no, of- well, no, because then you get incidental value about being able to counter Delver as well, right? Like it, it's good early and it has uses late. Oh, man. I- I guess, but like, when isn't it the worst top deck ever? You top deck a mental misstep on turn twelve, and you're like, man, man, I really hope he fucking That's tries to get true. me with his vapor snag, and then I'm like, mental misstep, bro, yeah. and then he just swords me. Yeah, like, I, mean, I don't understand why it's so good. Like, just play gush. Just play removal. Just play counterspell. Like, it's a, it's a payoff. It's a payoff thing, right? It's like if you play gut shot, then you can't stop a tragic slip or a or a vapor, or vapor snake, you know what I mean? Uh, so it's like, obviously, it's a bad top deck. That's one of the situations where you are not going to want them into misstep. But you also get, like, in the birthing pod deck, what I was thinking is, okay, I get to play my turn one birds, right? I get to, A, protect my birds if I want to. Uh, B, I can stop their turn one play if it's a Delver. Like, the only way Delver beats me is if they get the turn one or two Delver and flip it quickly. If, like, if they don't flip the Delver, then I don't care about Mental Misstep, really. I mean, it's good to stop the Vapor Snags, but, like, if they don't have an early Delver with a flip, like, I'm really not too worried, you know? It's like I need it in the early game. Um, I mean, the other thing is that I think that there's not enough decks besides Delver playing relevant one-drops for you to be taking up spots with Mental Misstep. So what's going to happen? So. Yeah, I mean, Zom- even, zombies, zombies and birds are probably... It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. If this, was, if this, is, this is how uh, my thinking is. I don't know why, I can't answer you why mental misstep is bad, okay. right? I can only tell you that nobody is fucking playing it, and you guys aren't smarter than everybody. And that's not to be, like, insulting and regular, bow your shits, jaybush. Yeah. I'm just basically saying, like, if Delver has 21 drops, and Zombies is a real deck, and Humans is a real deck, and Red Green Aggro with Birds and Elves is a real deck, and Blue black control with tragic slips is a real deck, and like all these decks have infinite one drops in the format. There's infinite one drops in the format. I've never seen a format, personally, in my experience, without exaggeration, I've never seen a format with this many one drops in it. That's I, not legacy. I, that's not legacy. Yeah, like I, I only play real format. <laughs> yeah. um, so I've I've, <laughs> I've literally never seen that, and somebody is trying to explain to me why mental misstep should be played, and and yet Jerry T and Patrick Chapin and you know, I mean, Mike Flores is advocating it, uh, and LSV Flor- and PV, yeah. and like these guys aren't playing these fucking cards. Why? 
Well, I mean, to be fair, the the meta has shifted uh, just recently. Like pod decks are barely. When we were talking not this week, but two not last week, but two weeks ago, when we were talking about the Invitational, I said Naya Birthing Pod with top eight, and you said Naya Birthing Pod is that even a deck? Well, I'd, like, I'd actually I'd actually never heard of that deck. Yeah, see, so like what I'm saying is is that the the meta has shifted from two weeks ago to to a new a new uh, Delver centric. Yeah, there's a new, uh, you know, a new whatever, a new meta. So, like, maybe what we're saying is maybe in this new meta, mental misstep is better than it was in the meta two weeks ago. And, of course, like, articles take a long time to write. I mean, these these pros are maybe not talking about it right now, but maybe their articles next week will talk about it. Or, you know, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying 100% this is a good card. I'm exploring the option with Scott. I'm yeah. saying, well, may, maybe it is. Maybe it does stop all these things X, Y, Z, you know, but, but I'm not saying I'm a hundred percent on the mental misstep. So, so are we talking about like trying to play cards that are only good against top eight decks then, or, or what? Because like, even if, even if Nyapod made the top eight, did not Delver get played? Did not zombies get played? Did not humans get played? Like did, did not decks with one drops get played? Yeah. In there? Yeah. Or, or was it, or was it 88 players playing Nyapod? No, right, other decks that's, got played, obviously. Yeah. Okay, so then, so then, I mean, the meta is shifting, and yet the decks are staying. Relevant. So, may, like yeah, so, so, so they may yeah. just be behind, right? Like, and everyone assumes that Mike's crazy whenever he's, you know, suggests anything. And I think in this case, like, with his Delver, like, with Delver in particular, like, I think it could be an insane card in Delver for Delver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Brian. Uh, Brian Jemba, be easy, beasy plays it, and yeah. he <laughs> he stands by it, and I very rarely disagree with Beasy, and uh, he stands by it. He plays it all the time, and I I don't I mean like I mean and like now he's gonna cry about it and say like oh whatever Jay I fucking got you with my mental missteps and it's like <laughs> yeah, Brian you kept a, a no land five hand that had probe mental misstep mental misstep ponder ponder in it. Wait, against, wait I thought you I, said against, you never lost to a misstep. Never, no, 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 no. He's he he lose. did say he's he's, he's he did say he's walked into a bunch and had him. Yeah, yeah. He's. I never so said. I never did said. Did you lose to it or not? No, I just said that I didn't lose to this. <laughs> but he certainly I lost to it. The story yeah. is that Brian kept <laughs> Oland five card hand that was mental misstep, mental misstep, ponder, ponder, probe, and I kept the perfect hand against that, which was double Delver, double ponder, and he went okay. down to fourteen on turn two. <laughs> and yep. and countered all my Delvers and was like trolley do and then like probed top deck in the island to ponder to see three lands and still lost and he ar- kept arguably the best possible hand except for that maybe if one of the ponders was was an island well like me- like like it just lit like what's better when you have two mental missteps in your hand what's better than a player with two Delvers in their hand <laughs> not much nothing actually yeah. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> And then he, and like I just don't like I just don't get it. And oh wait, yeah, wait, wait. Maybe we're behind, lunch. and next week we're gonna see all the mental misstep articles. Yeah, we'll see. What about you, KYT? What do you think? You've been awfully quiet throughout this whole thing. You've played yeah. probably more mental misstep than any of us. Yeah, you're um, looking. Come on, control it up. Well, I've been playing so much modern, just just trying to absorb all the information for. He's like mental misstep <laughs> is really good against green red Tron. <laughs> <laughs> 
expedition map. No. No. <laughs> your own ancient stirrings. No. Yeah. <laughs> Scoop. Well, I always liked. Uh, I I remember playing Mental Misstep for a period of time. Uh, in the Callblade, where and even now, where you know, I I'd, I'd love it if it was to counter like. I don't know how many people are playing Mono Red, but like Storm Kirk Noble would be like such a hot card to counter. But uh, I think I think there is potential because you know uh, Jay just named like all these cards that I wouldn't mind having a mental misstep to counter. So, but uh, if there has to be a reason why it hasn't been adopted yet, and I'm not sure I can. Without testing, I'm going to spend a great deal amount of testing this weekend for the World Cup qualifiers. So, until then, I'm not quite sure why uh, it's not being played. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that's it, fair. It could be a life thing too. I mean, in non-blue decks like we were talking about, like, yeah, you don't want to really lose a lot of life because you get killed quicker with Hellriders. <laughs> that card. That guy's a beast. So. So what do we think, what do you guys think is the best deck in standard? Let's talk about that. I want to talk about that shit. Delver? You think Delver is? Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Okay. Which, okay, so do we next level that and say which version? I would say the version, if there's, it's got to be a lingering soul version. Is the best version. Yeah. I yeah. think I think that the best version of Delver right now, based on the metagame, is going to be Jerry's version of Delver. That he played at the Invitational, like plus or minus three cards. I think that's the best version. It's got oh, lingering what? souls in it. It plays two blade splicers. It plays virtues instead of captains. Um, I think that's the way to go right now. Yeah, that sounds like disgusting. Yeah. Um, I've only got to see some of my friends play standard, but what did you guys like? I feel I really like the look. I don't know how, how it's going to play. The the Craig Wesco list of Black White Tokens. So I know that Phil has been playing that almost obsessively. Very similar list to it. He's been doing Phil really who, well. P-Sams? Yeah, P-Sams. He's been playing Black White a lot online. And, uh, and actually, I made some changes to my list, too, that were... Like, he's playing three main deck timely reinforcements in, the, in his list. Wow. And he's not not playing Splicers, not playing Champions, because the cards are fucking brutally terrible. Phil is, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and now, so now, Wesco, though, like, he's he's playing Champions, but he's not playing Splicers? Right. Yeah. And that's probably fine. Like, Gather the Townsfolk is, is a viable card after, with the Champions. I just, late game, they're so bad. But, like... It's a solid list. I mean, Ratchet Bombs are no longer fucking three, four, five of, you know? Like, so... I just really like the look of his list. Like, four, 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 like, four, like, obviously the eight Crusade effects, then... It's consistent. Four yeah. Hero of Blade Holds, four Lingering Souls, four Midnight Haunting, four Gather Townsfolk. I mean, it just looks really solid, and it'd be one of my choices to, like, if the tournament was tomorrow... What I don't understand is why they don't play Little Micaeus in these things. As a one of, or yeah, like a one or two of. He's he, so he's played that way in block. Um, he's a little slow uh, in a Delver world, right? So like they're playing still all of their Vapor Snags. Like he may be viable enough in sideboard, but again, like I don't know if you need another Anthem effect. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, Delver shouldn't keep Vapor Snags in, at least not fucking pour them in against your tokens list, 
right? Yeah. Post board. Seems bad, but yeah. Yeah. So, because like, what are you gonna do? Take out one quarter of lingering souls with your vapor snag? Like, way to go. Um, if for that reason as well, like I'm, I'm almost at, like right on P Sam's list right now, except that I think I'm playing like three hero and two Soren and then making some cuts anywhere elsewhere because, you know, and I could probably even play two heroes. A like, hero's insane, but like game one, it's just a lightning rod for removal, right? So mm-hmm. you almost want to play like two of them and then two in the board and bring them in post board sort of thing. But I mean, that's totally based on, you know, season to, to taste, but. Uh, yeah, it's obscenely fast. Like, it's really, really good. It's capable of some explosive starts. Um, Phil's been telling me, like, he's been just, like, mopping up online with his version because he just says to me, he's like, honestly, like, the perfect curve is, you know, turn one Doom Traveler, you know, turn two fucking Virtue or Hero or Honor or whatever, and then, you know, don't block, turn three Timely. And he's just, he's been getting Sony blowouts. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Because yeah. there's so much turn two aggro action that's happening right now, whether it's a Delver smashing you for three, or whether it's, um, you know, like Strangler Geist on two, you know. Um, and there's a, lot of, there's a lot of that happening, and he said it's been serving him really, really well. So I'm going to try it and see how it runs, but I'm I, watching a lot of the lists right now. You know, Timely Reinforcements is coming back to being a thing. Uh, especially in Delver lists that are running a lot of Frexian mana spells, because you can basically like control your life total, right? Um, so I don't know. Seems like it's uh, it's pretty good. I still like my tokens. Solid. Yeah, I think Delver is probably the best deck. And then like if you're a like if you're a competent pilot, I think Niapod is pretty powerful and like adaptable. Like I think it it could be the best deck, maybe or you know close. See, it's tough because like Delver is definitely enemy number one, and clearly the most, you know, the most reliable, consistent go-to strategy. And it's so ironic to say that it's consistent because like you're relying on a card that potentially flips over one third of your deck in order to be good. Um, but there's just so much library manipulation and such cheap mana investment for every spell that the experiences feel very similar each time you play against it, right? Yeah, but, I mean, it has a lot of threats in the, in the way of, like, with the Lingering Souls package, it's, like, not only Delver anymore, you know what I mean? They can yeah. keep, like, a mid-ranging control hand and still get there. Like, I've seen, like, uh, what the Delver decks do against me is they just, uh, they go out of that, like, tempo build and into more of a mid-range control build with the uh, Dungeon Geist and stuff out of the board. Yeah. So they just win with Lingering Souls. I mean, yeah, sometimes they just blindfold the Delver and just kill me, but, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think, uh, I think like, I think, like, Niapod could win a tournament. Like, and I, uh, I think that's what's relevant. Like, the best deck is Delver, and if yeah. you can build a deck properly to beat Delver and you get lucky by dodging your hate, then there's a lot of uh, strong decks out there that could win a tournament. But I think, Jay, we're all of the admission and, and all online to say that the best deck is Delver right now, not close. Sweet. That's cool. I was going to say it's Delver, but I used to think it was humans until I played against it with Delver and then just, like, 8-4'd it. <laughs> like, at best, 8-4'd it. Like, at best, they won four matches. You like. So. I'm gonna, uh, the next day I'm going to play is the Redux Grixis control list, though. <laughs> Gross. Just got to try it out. <laughs> 
Gotta try it out. High five. <laughs> so, do we want to talk about Conley's list? Because it's actually the subject of our sneak keep and ditch this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So, at the Grand Prix, um, Conley played a junk ramp deck. Which played Lingering Souls, um, you know, ramp packages like Spheres. Um, so what he played at the GP was, and I'll just go through the main deck real quick, but it was like four Rampant Growth, four Sphere of the Suns, four Lingering Souls, four Solemn, two Go for the Throat, two Oblivion Ring, three Soren, Lord of Innistrad, one Garrick Relentless, three Dodge, so three of Judgment, three Grave Titan, three Prime Time, two Elish Norn, and then the lands are like lands. But what's most relevant is playing like two Gavany Townships, a Vault of the Archangel, Ghost Quarter, and um, also an Ink Moth Nexus, as well as just like Razor Ridge Thickets, Isolated Chapels, Woodland Cemeteries, Basics and shit, right? So the idea was is that you're like turn two ramp. You, you've, got the capa- you've got the capacity to go like two, four, six into a Titan. Um, and all the Titans, of course, are insane. But you've also got, you know, turn four... Uh, Soren, if you wanted to get there, right? So start spitting those out. Or you go Lingering Souls, turn three, Soren, right? So there's a lot of really good plays. You got Day of Judgment to clean up and then just basically like drop a fatty and take over the game. Um, so like primetime fetching up Gavany Township and Vault of the Archangel is just crazy. Um, Grave Titan and Soren interactions are nice. It, it's I've been kind of like wanting to play a deck that takes advantage of some of those synergies, but I haven't been able to find anything that works that doesn't just fucking fold and die to Delver. Um, but it's been pretty sweet. And I mean, the, the sideboard's obviously geared towards like killing Delver. Like they're playing curse curses in the board and ratchet bomb and Liliana's, you know, that sort of shit. And uh looks pretty sweet. So it's, um, it's a lot of fun. There's an update. I think that is going to be, if not already in on channel fireball. Let me just check real quick. But uh, he, I've been talking to him on Facebook. He shipped me the new list that's kind of updated, and mostly it's the same. But he's playing Massacre Worm now, because there it is. It is up. Sweet. Um, yeah, he's playing Massacre Worm right now, one in the main and one on the board, because it just, like, beats up on everything, right? Yeah, that Plus, card is insane. It has fear, by the way. Massacre Worm? Yeah. No, it does not. Doesn't it? Nope, it does not. Uh, I'm 100% sure. Oh, you're right, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, it has the thing that people don't realize about Massacre Room is that his ability lose two life when when a creature goes to the yard is not only when he comes into play but all throughout the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some people don't realize that, so they're just like, I'll like play a Massacre Room, swing my dudes, and they're like, oh, chump, and then I'm like, yeah, you're dead. Yeah. So anyway, so it's the deck's been a lot of fun. There is a new uh, so an article up on Channel Fireball. It's called One Man's Trash. So you can look that up, and uh, he goes through you know basically all the card interactions as well as you know provides the new list. So it's uh, but it's pretty sweet. It's it's been a lot of fun. So I've got it here shuffled up. If we want to do a quick sneak keep and ditch with that, does that sound like fun? Yeah. J K Y T. Yep. 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 Sure. All right. Okay. Uh, first hand is uh, Soren, uh, Solemn, Ditch. <laughs> Lingering Souls, Beast Within, Isolated Chapel, Razor Verge Thicket, Razor Verge Thicket. I keep that. I think you keep that. Keep. 
Got all the colors, draw one land, start the ramping, and it goes to town, right? Yeah, you have Lingering Souls, too. To... And you got Lingering Souls to get there. All right. Good. So that's a keep. Yeah, in a lot of the draws and stuff that I've been doing, like, the 246 happens fairly regularly. Uh, and even if you'd miss it, like, you've still got really good plays potentially on 3 and 5. Uh, the 5, of course, being, you know, like, basically play Lingering Souls flashback. <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty good. You're like, your plays on 3 and 5, Lingering Souls. It's true. Really good. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. And there's still a good chunk of removal, too, so it's not, uh, it's not bad. Uh, all right. So here's another one. Um, so we've got Razor Verge Thicket, Razor Verge Thicket, Vault of the Archangel, uh, Rampant Growth, Day of Judgment, Primeval Titan, Elish Nord. Keep. Jay? What? I'm confused. Why would you keep that? Sorry, go go again. Do it again. Do it again. Sure. Razor Verge Thicket, Razor Verge Thicket, Vault of the Archangel. Yeah. Those are your lands. That's it. Yeah. Rampant Growth. Okay. Day of Judgment. Okay. Primeval Titan, Elishnorn. Do you know what you're playing against? No, it doesn't matter. Game one. Mm, yeah, then you keep that. Yeah. yeah you, you have a turn three Day of Judgment. You have a turn five Titan. Ideally, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, it's not it's not sneak by any means, but it's a, it's a keep. So, yeah, it's been, uh, so, lots of, lots of neat draws. Lots of fun All right, stuff. Let, let me do my, let me do my FNM hero. All right, go, go. Yes. Ditch. Right, you, guys you guys ready for this? Ditch. All right, forest, forest, strangle root, guys. Man, oh my God, sneak! That's a sneak. That's on, about as good on. as you get. Brexian rager, forest, <laughs> perilous mirror, <laughs> and tumor exarch. You know, if you had like what? That's what? a sneak. I think that? anyway. That's Here a sneak anyway. But fuck. Yeah, we got what we got strangle you? root. Where's your green blacklands? <laughs> just need a yeah. Just need to play uh, the the blacklands exactly. And yeah, two more exar could be all right. But you still exar- you still sneak that though. Um, I would probably pitch this. No. All right, I might keep it. <laughs> if I draw a black man, I'm on my rangers online. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I drew a rampant growth. Nice. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I'm running a couple of rampant growth. Perfect but... curve out. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I, I would do that. All right, one more, one more. Um, yeah, Prozac told me to run rampant growth against me. I don't know, man. Well, at that point in time with that hand, you go, like, turn two rampant growth, and then you can untap, play a land, and then still go uh, Geist, right? Yeah. So. All right, so here's the next one. This one's uh, maybe, you know, interesting. All right, so we got... Evolving Wilds, uh, Swamp, Forest, Forest, Llanowar Elf, Aesthetic Slime, Birthing Pod. That's tough. Sorry, mm. lands are what? We got oh. Evolving Wilds, Swamp, Forest, Forest, Llanowar Elf, Aesthetic Slime, Birthing Pod. I, get, like, I mean, I think you probably just have to keep it because you have all your pieces, but you have... Uh, that's, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> It's, uh, it's it's awesome if they don't kill the elf. If they kill yeah. the elf, you're in Shipsville. Yeah, it's pretty awesome if they don't, because it's turn two pod. Yeah, it's turn two pod. That's true, I guess. Which... But, like, if you're on the play, this is probably a keep. Like, not close. Right? Yeah, not close. Yeah, yeah I think you just have to keep Unless they have mental misstep. Boom! Yeah, Suck boom! It. The blowout. <laughs> 
Yeah, we drew a perilous mirror and then a swamp. I don't know, man. That would have been that. Uh, would have been tough. I think we would have got there though. The deck is the deck is getting better. It's not to the point where if I look at a hand, I'm just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> jump out a window. This doesn't do anything. All right, so I think that actually is probably it. Probably it. I mean, we can go to shoutouts. Yeah, shoutouts. Shoutouts. KYT. Shoutout. Shoutout to whoever decided to cut off tiebreakers for the BDQ. No. <laughs> Shoutouts <laughs> Shout to the guy who was, who was 100% sure about how Karn and Relic of Progenitus worked. <laughs> um. <laughs> Shoutout! And, uh, oh yeah! Shoutouts to Trick Jarrett, who uh, gets credit for hooking up Mana Deprived with a spoiler card. No way! So, uh, it's going to be, but I can't uh, reveal any details until the 16th, which is still over two weeks away. But you but, have uh, it already? Actually, actually, no. It wouldn't be two weeks. Like, a little a little over a week away, then. So you um, have it already? I do have the card. Oh, it's terrible. So you've seen it? I've seen it. What color is it? Oh, shit! So, what color is it? Credit to... What color is it? I can't say anything. What rarity uh, is it? I can't say anything. Oh, but, you're so uh, terrible. I don't know how much how much credit I should attribute to Trick, but uh, Trick said uh, he should take some of the credit. So huge shout out to Big Daddy for uh, nice Big for Daddy sexual for mentioning uh, my site to to whoever decide ultimately decided. So that's my shout outs. Jay. Uh, who do I got shout outs for? Shout out to Team Garbage. Uh, uh, <laughs> Shout out to Team Garbage, who, who just continuously asked me for advice and then never listened to it. And then and then text me at like 8.30, the day of the tournament, saying that they've completely changed their deck. Um, and then wonder why they go like 2-4. Shout out to um, Tyler Blue. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name for winning the GPS. Good for you, buddy. Um, shout out to Marcel Zafra who made top eight at GP uh, Salt Lake and had to get dream crushed by my favorite person on the planet, Tom Martell, which I was so happy to see him dream crush. Um, shout out, who else? Shout out, shout out, shout out. No, that's probably it. That's good enough. You guys don't deserve it. Yeah, there you go. Those are my shout outs. What about uh, what about you, KYT? What? <laughs> wow, I'm I'm just checking the wizard. I know you have more shout outs to give. Well, I just checked the and they and they announced that there's I don't know if this is old news for you guys. A team there's a team GP. No, I didn't know that. In October. Well, it's in California. Probably not gonna make it, but it's pretty cool that the team wow. sealed. Wow, really? How does that even work? I don't even know the logistics of that. Is that like gross? Is that like <laughs> two at a giant? How does that? How's is that? What is wow! Oh, and it's like the new set. Crazy, crazy, crazy talk. It's crazy talk. <laughs> Whoa, Toronto, Canada is modern. What? Yes. What? Yes. I'm clicking on that link right fucking now. Shout out to whoever decided that. That is fucking awesome. Shout out to yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, Lotus Cobra is the fucking promo for what? 
Whoa! That's so hot! Oh my god! Oh my god, it is. Crazy. This is so Crazy. insane. So I'm really, really happy. Let me just go on the record to say that both of the GPs that I'll be attending this year are fucking modern events. Like, both the same format. So exciting. So exciting. Good good job. You made my Canadian friends very, very happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you want to play standard, go to fucking Nagoya. Or just or FNM, that's right. Sick. All right, yeah, shout-out to whoever that was. Fuck yeah! yeah I told you you had more shout-outs. That's epic. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Take it away, Scott. <laughs> All right. Um, so I need to give a shout-out to everybody that played against FNM that made it a really awesome time to be there. Shout-out to Harry T. They obviously cut me some good deals on some shit, so that's cool. I bought a bunch of stuff for my pending black-white tokens lists, like Mutavaults and shit. So happy. Um, yeah, I'm going to be playing Black White Tokens in Modern. Suck it. What do you want? Hmm? Ah. Um, Lingering Souls in every format. Shout out to... Obviously, we we gave Seth a shout out. His happy birthday shout out, as it was uh, duly noted. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Amanda Stevens, uh, Sage Gnosis on... Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Big ups. Yeah, so big ups. So uh, Amanda was judging an event and had her deck stolen. A piece of shit. So I think I think what happened is I think she loaned her deck out for the FNM. She was making a ruling. The person that loaned the deck up and bolted and then sold the cards to try to get out for of the drug country, money. To get out of the country to avoid arrest or some shit. Wow. Um, yeah. And it was like a Wolfrun deck. So That's a fucking winner there. Yeah. Did fuck she that know guy. the person? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's messed up. It's really messed up. So, anyway, so the community's kind of, like, come together. She was ready to just, like, quit magic, because she's like, this is terrible. People are And she, she, she doesn't have a lot of money. Like, she's yeah. not, she's not just an FYI for you guys. Like, she's not a fucking, she doesn't have a whole lot of cashola for this. Yeah, not a baller like we are. Yeah. So, anyways, so I went ahead and, like, I I donated her some cash, because, like, I don't have a lot of, you know, collection left that I can spare, but, you know, I got a little bit of money. So I sent her some cash, and I know the like Erte, uh, you know Erte's lament has been helping out, and I think the card nexus is helping out, and like I've been retweeting of- the shit out of it, so hopefully yeah. those people have been helping. Yeah, so <laughs> so it's been pretty sweet. So we're really happy. So anyone that that can contribute, like so she's on Twitter, uh, Sage Gnosis, and um, you know follow her timeline and see if there's anything you can do to help out. So that's let's do that. I I second that. Nice. Do you want to, like, support with anything there, or what? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll hook her up. Nice. The big hookups? Compliments, yeah. compliments of legit MTG? Legit MTG will give her, give her a little something. Nice. That's awesome, John. Thanks so much. Yeah, no problem. But just, you know, keep in mind, all you guys out there, if you lose your deck, don't come over to legit and big daddy legit and <laughs> That's right. Asking me to hook you up. <laughs> this is this is a really shitty series of extenuating circumstances that I think is you know normally it warrants, like, yeah it warrants some help. Plus, she's judging you know, and yeah. uh, people who give to the community deserve to be taken care of by the community. So yeah, you know. agree, and that's that's part of my motivation too. So that's epic. Um, and I guess I need to give a shout out to. Tyrone, my boy Tyrone, <laughs> MTG Brainstorm, did the his ass. What's up, Tyrone? 
So uh, I was, it was actually really funny because Tyrone uh, has, has been working on getting his site back up. I guess it was hacked or whatever. So it's been, it's, it's gotten up and he, um, so like I go around all day listening to podcasts on my iPhone, but for those of you that use iPhone that don't download that like actually listen to podcasts directly from websites, you know that you need to have that download link in order to listen to it properly. So he just had all of his stuff up via Flash Player. So I, I yelled at him on Twitter and I'm like, dude, I need your download link so I can fucking listen to your cast because I can't listen to it until you put them up there. So we put them all up. So that's cool. And um, then in addition to that, uh, just yesterday, he was like, oh, man, he's like, there's no more podcasts out. Oh, well, I guess it's time to refresh my RSS reader and start over. And I tweeted at him back. I'm like, why don't you just fucking record one so the rest of us can have something to listen to? So he goes, all right. So <laughs> he hopped on and, and recorded uh, episode 12 of uh, Words of Friday Night Magic King. And uh, so I was listening to that all day today. So uh, so shout out to, uh, to my boy, Tyrone. You guys should uh, give him a listen and hit him up on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter! Yep. So that's good. Shout out to you guys for making this cast amazing. And uh, shout out to LSV for standing us up, fucker. I said good game, sir. I All said right, good game, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the last one that I got to give is like, I got we. I think we all need to give a shout out to Carrie Dan. Um, for <laughs> now, his, you shits for his unreal Game of Thrones entry. Yeah, I, I don't know anything. Bow before your king. Bow your shits. Awesome. Yeah. Holy fuck! It was the best of all things. Yeah, he hit us. He got us all really good too, right? Oh yeah, I am the king. That's absolutely the truth. That was totally you. Oh yeah. man, that was like the best thing of all time. I listened to that literally. I could not get past the thirty second mark of the. <laughs> I still haven't gotten past the thirty second. <laughs> That's all. I just I bow your shits, and then I'm just fucking like, and then my pants are soaked. And then I just pee my pants. Like That's it's awesome. just it's just fucking the funniest shit of all time. It's so great. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, like, and he even got all the other characters like really well. I just think I well, obviously think about it. Like KYT's the king of the north. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So so Rob is is sick, and uh, you know, like I'm, I would completely identify with this shifty, well spoken, ultra intelligent, manipulative guy. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, you know, Littlefinger, like, it's totally Medina. Of course. Totally. So, I'm going to look this up now. I have no idea who you guys are. Yeah. So it was pretty sweet. And uh, so I got to give him, like, the utmost credit for that. I thought it was wild. So, um, yeah. So that's, I think, my last shout out. So with that, I guess, all y'all can. Oh, no. Shout out to the con father for hooking me up with this list a couple <laughs> days early. And then I gotta give shout outs, don't forget, bro. Didn't you do that already? No, you're trying to cut me off a shout out. Alright, John. You go. Shout out. Oh, sorry to put you out. No, right? no, not at all. <laughs> Holy fuck, all these right. shout outs are like infinite time. Hey, shut up, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Bow before your king. Bow your shits. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So shout out to Therese Nielsen for making a sick Lotus Cobra picture. That is awesome. Um, so yeah, if you guys haven't seen the new art for the Lotus Cobra promo, check that out. Um, I want to give a shout out to Ruben Bressler. Uh, I hope that you know that I love you and, uh, next time just don't get so tilted, bro. All right. Tilted, tilted, tilted. And, uh, I want to give a shout out to a podcast called, uh, Planeswalker Asylum. Have you guys heard of this? Nope. 
Yeah, didn't wasn't Todd Anderson on that recently? No, he wasn't on it. Okay, um, basically these guys like the reason I heard about this podcast is because they were talking shit about Todd Anderson, and they are not on the MTG cast. So Todd Anderson links them um, from his Facebook saying, "Well, I guess I'm a piece of shit dirtbag because these guys say so, right?" Well, obviously I'm gonna go listen to it because I want to see you know who these guys are. So. Um, the podcast, they just were talking like mad smack about Ty Anderson. So, like, like found, I started founded, founded mad smack? Like, real dude, smack? Dude, 95% of the smack talked against Todd Anderson is probably legit. It's mainly, okay. it was mainly the stuff where, um, I don't know, he wrote some article about, like, interaction with his wife. I didn't really read it, but they were wow. talking how they, they, didn't, they didn't like the way he treated his wife. And, like, um, there was something else with Todd Anderson. I don't remember, but then there was the latest thing, right, with the drawing in. Yeah, so okay. I, yeah. Oh, so yeah, I, yeah, where he's like, I'm 100% sure I know how Karn works. <laughs> 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 so, so, anyways, they were talking, they were talking all the smack. Well, anyways, in the latest episode, they made amends with Todd Anderson via the cast because uh, I guess they like worked it out and bro hugged it out. Oh, so, like, so I thought it was kind of cool. Cause like they had the ability to talk to smack. And then when Todd Anderson was like, Hey guys, let's talk about this. They talked about it and said, you know what? We'll give him a shot. And I like that. I like that about podcasts. So, um, so uh shout out to uh planeswalker asylum. I think they are on couchpirate.com. Um, That's so, accurate. Uh, so, yeah, uh, if you want to listen to them, check out couchpirate.com, I think. And if you can't find it there, because I'm probably wrong. Just no, that's to... that's accurate. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. So shout out to those guys. Uh, shout out to you guys. It's good to be back and casting with you guys. I was out of the office last week, and uh, nice to be back. And uh, I think that's it for now. Yeah. All right. So with that, everybody, hope you enjoyed the show. Bow, you shit! Come back next week. We'll see you then. Later, guys. I said good game. (laughs) (laughs) I said good game, sir. Oh, my God. Did you guys see fucking Neil's not safe for work tweet that everybody... Is that right? Yeah, yeah, the, like, the, the dragon fucking penis. Yeah. Also, like, what the fuck is that thing? Like, how... What is that for? What was it? I didn't see it's it. It's like, can you know those rings that um, goth people wear that cover their entire fingers? Yeah, I guess. You guess. Well, I mean, the, I mean, the story doesn't really work if you don't know what I'm talking about. Just tell me the story. No, but like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you actually just it doesn't work. <laughs> Anyways, so it's like a full-on fucking like full cock size ring goes all around his balls and his cock and it's like an erect penis and it's just like that's what it is and it's a dragon oh oh yeah and it's a dragon sharp metal pointy dragon on his giant <laughs> balls and cock yeah like and people got people got I don't, know, I, don't even, I don't even I don't even know what that's for what do you, you don't fuck with that thing for sure or not yeah I wouldn't think you do but I'm sure it's part of some twisted fucking S&M things that goes somewhere weird or you just, I want you to shred my inside. <laughs> How 
stuff, this stuff is probably good. Like, this stuff should probably make it on the cast, I think. <laughs> <laughs> At least part of it. I think it's pretty funny.